Hello and welcome to the Post to Post podcast. This is podcast number 78. I am joined here with some new faces. Brent is off traveling the world. To my left is uh, Jason for you video viewers. You might recognize him from future Post to Post videos back in the original days. He was the actual original host of this right. podcast. If you go back to episode one through eight, eight I think or maybe. seven or something like that. Yeah, yeah you will definitely have... Uh, heard his voice before and then he's joined us for some comical logo ranking videos uh, one specific submarine scene that is legendary we don't channel. we don't need to bring that up <laughs> we <laughs> to, do <laughs> to his left is mika all the way from finland hi guys uh he is has a channel of his own he does some vlogs and don't block that <laughs> uh, i think people don't. need to see that no so, yeah we'll it's talk not a little <laughs> <laughs> that's true it's not we'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit um, and then to my right is Kale. He's on a channel called Vesper Hockey Inc. He's Hello. a YouTuber himself. Some days. And uh, yeah, there's lots to talk about as far as personality on this podcast, but maybe not so much to talk about as far as hockey because not much has happened since the last podcast. I think there's only been two games, and uh, last night's game was pretty much a blowout. Yeah, so absolutely. Uh, yeah. we'll talk a little bit about that. Jason, you got some notes there. Um, so we'll, maybe we'll spend the first 10 or 15 minutes actually talking about hockey and then you guys can get to know um, these gentlemen around me. So what was your first reaction when Boston went up, Jason? Uh, three, three goals on that controversial offside goal. I said it was over. Two nothing lead is the worst lead in hockey. I will stand by that forever, especially for the Bruins. As soon as the third one was in, it was over. For St. Louis, yeah. For, for St. Louis. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't like that because that takes the drama out of the game. I actually thought, even though Boston blew them out, I thought it was a boring game for the most part like, it was kind of a boring game like st louis had i think like there, there was no six shots in the first period. there was no like passion or nervousness or you know i like it, it just there was nothing no excitement. i was just it was on we were watching and it was on i was like okay we're gonna win and the game just basically played out yeah and at st louis went back to the game one where they took a whole bunch of penalties and mm -hmm. it was just it was really frustrating hockey and then what i think should not have been a goal and i think you agree with me no. on the that that third goal that offside goal uh were you guys also in agreement that that... I said it was going to be a goal. Yeah. Really? I said it's yeah. an offside. I, they're just so inconsistent. I just guessed and I got it right. Like, I think the last time I had one of these, we were looking... We mentioned this before, but remember when Carey Price got drug out of the net? I said, yeah. you watch, they're going to call this a goal. And they did. And I couldn't believe it. And then when, last night when we're looking in their freeze frame, it's literally frame by frame by frame. His skate is completely over the ice yeah. or the blue line and the puck is still on the blue line. And I just... I don't know how you call it. And they're sitting there looking at their tablets, calling it. And then the call goes against them and it's just, the game's over. Like, mm -hmm. So when Landis Gog had his skate kind of on the line there, when he was making that line change in round two or whatever it was, why was that offside? But this wasn't because there, I would say their skates were probably in the same position, but like, I wonder if it's the same refs. Cause this think, is the NHL. No, those refs didn't move they, on. They were different refs then. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm wondering if the refing is actually worse this year or is, is technology getting better and cameras are getting better and people are just paying more attention to the little details that maybe they didn't care so much before or is it actually worse this playoffs season? It feels season? worse. See, to me it feels worse too. Yeah. I think it's a combination of both. Cameras are getting better. Uh, expectations are higher because technology is better and then they're making the wrong calls. Like, and they're... See, I don't have a problem I, with the wrong calls. It's just how often they happen and everything. Yeah, like... Wrong calls are going to happen. That They've happened, you know, in the whole history of the NHL. They've mm -hmm. always have occurred at some point. 100%. Whether it's 1920 or 2019. 100%. Yeah, if we go back to 1999 with the foot in the crease yeah. thing. Like, 
Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty bad call. Uh, so we're, we're not going to be able to avoid no. these, these calls. They're going to happen. They're going to happen next year. They're going to happen five years from now and 10 years from now. It's yeah. just and, what and, it is. And the, the bad calls, like, I'm okay with the one that happened last night because that's literally a frame or two mm-hmm. of offside. When you have the hand pass that was completely missed, that's a little <clears> bit different, <throat> I think. Right. And you have, like, literally a, a skate going across a blue line by two frames, and that's reviewable. But a hand pass to a guy open, like Carlson open in front of the net is not. Hmm. And I had heard that, and I think we talked about it in a previous podcast, that they were considering implementing new rules. See, what, what Gary will do is he'll suggest they talk about it to the Board of Governors, like, or the uh, GM's meetings, I mean. But and no, then by the time that comes around, they're going to say, no, we don't want that. No, but he, I heard that they were going to try and implement it. I think this was round two. They're going to try and implement it for round three. Oh. Like, because it was such an issue. Like, we need to fix this now. And then I never heard anything else happen. I don't think so. they did anything. The last thing I heard was he was going to suggest to the GMs that they talk about it in their meeting. And as things go, people are heated in the moment and things cool down. And then they're back to being like, you know, the old school guys where we don't want to mm-hmm. make the games longer. We don't want this. And it's a fluke. And I don't know, I'll be surprised if they do something. I think, I don't know. Yeah, they have good intentions, but when it's time to do something, they're just, mm. yeah, we don't have time for that now. Let's talk about it later. Okay, so what happened? Okay, they have the GM meetings. They decide, let's just keep things how they are. You know, we only have a couple of years left in this agreement until we renegotiate for the CBA. Let's just keep things how they are. Like, how pissed are fans going to be? Or will fans not care? Like, what would you... I think they'll be moved on by then. Most of them, yeah, I think. I think the, the fans that are most pissed are the fans that the biggest calls went against. Like, Vegas, they're going to be pissed... If nothing happens, I think George McPhee will be pissed if nothing happens. He'll definitely be someone that's saying, yep. yes, we need to implement something. He'll be the biggest advocate at those yeah. meetings. Yeah. But there's going to be like seven of the 31 that will say, yeah, let's do something about it. Like goes, everything gets put to a vote, right? And mm-hmm. if it passes, then they, they talk about it and then they, they ratify it or whatever. But I just don't think like everything I've read, I don't think there's going to be enough people on board to get the majority vote to get this done. There's definitely going to be, you know, like a third or more that will, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of old school guys running those teams that don't want the games to be longer. And anything that you do, like they'll, they'll, they'll basically say what Kale said, which is not necessarily wrong. Like these calls have been happening throughout the whole time. It's just technology is getting better. And then the counter argument to that is, well, if the technology is getting better, why aren't we using that technology to make the game more exactly. accurate? Yeah. And there's people on both sides of that. It just depends where you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Mika, I'm going to pick on you here a little bit. You're wearing Philadelphia Flyers jersey. They're your favorite team. Yeah. Uh, as a Flyers fan, would you rather have them end this season by not making the playoffs like they did, uh, or maybe they go in the first round with a controversial call? Well, as a Flyers fan, what would you prefer? Well, as a fly- Flyers fan, I would prefer them to go to playoffs. They get more money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. The fans yeah. get more games. Yeah, and then get screwed over. You you would. <laughs> You would prefer the emotional roller coaster of, yeah, of that. Yeah, of course. Versus that's, that's all yeah. about, that's hockey. Mm-hmm. Emotions. And so okay. that, that's what makes hockey fun. Yeah. You live in Calgary. We'll use Calgary as an example. They were in the first round. Yeah. So you would still prefer to not, see them. Not with them wearing those ugly uh, oh. retro jerseys. <laughs> oh, come on. Those are the best. <laughs> uh, no, I, I probably would agree with Mika. I'd rather see them make it and then you know, get screwed out of it. Because at mm. least you're getting some entertainment. That's why you end up watching hockey. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, th- I think that's a, that, that's the, I think that's probably the correct pr- um, 
position on that. You want to see your team play. Because your team doesn't regardless. make the playoffs. You, all of a sudden, if you're only a Flames fan or whatever team, yeah. you're just going to stop watching hockey. Some people will. Mm-hmm. Jason, mm-hmm. what's your opinion on this? Oh, same. Same. Yeah. So it's it's just it's good for the city. It's good for the businesses around the city, like the restaurants and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. and like Mika said, you're going to be riled up, and that's good or bad. That's that's what you want. Yep. Like absolutely. last last night, my team won. It was a blowout. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't you, you don't have any emotion. Hollering. I wasn't standing up and cheering. Like I want a, I want an overtime winner. I want a two one and we're holding on, or three two and we're holding on. A blowout game, I don't think that does anything to anybody. Because if you're just a casual fan, I don't think you're getting invested in that either. Hmm. And you kind of said that in the middle of the game last night. You said, "I don't want this to be a blowout. I want this to be close. Mm-hmm. I kind of want that emotional roller coaster yep. and stuff." So, uh, I don't know if I would agree with that. With the Montreal Canadiens. I'd want it to be ten nothing, like get her done, basically. See, in in a in a way, me. I would, but I kind of like the stress when it's over. In the time, I hate it because I'm just like pulling my hair out. Yeah. But when it's over, win or lose, that's what I wanted mm. to see. Like, so you're two wins away from your team winning the Stanley Cup. Is, yeah. How does that feel? Ah, it feels pretty good. Yeah. Because you got to see them win fairly recently. Yeah, eight was, years ago. Eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. What was that like? That I think that one was more exciting than this one so far. Well, that was just because the, the Carolina series I thought was a real letdown. Yeah. Like just, just basically, you don't, you don't want to go to a, a conference final and sweep. Like, I don't know. I, just, it, I think I, the I didn't team think Carol- disagrees. Really? Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> yeah. like I'm okay with it because I mean, you're getting the rest and stuff that you need, but you also have that 11 day mm-hmm. wait until you start another game. I was almost out of hockey mode when this, when the Stanley cup final mm-hmm. started, like, yeah, you're almost kind of like, oh, there's actually one more it's round. It's like we have it's to like do. a two week break almost. Yeah. Just like wow, like like the like it started Monday. It should have started Saturday night. Like yep. it's just Saturday night. Let's get this going. But I'm yeah. I'm sure you did hear Kiprasov say this in a I think it was round two or round three. He said every team that wins the Stanley Cup has one easy series. Mm-hmm. So Boston played Toronto. That was a pretty hard series. Seven that games. was the hardest series I would yep. say, including this St. Louis series so far. Yeah. And then you play play Columbus, which wasn't an easy series. No, but uh, Carolina was the easy series. Mm-hmm. So St. Louis, I don't think they've had an easy series yet. No, not yet. Oh. So and then this series <laughs> obviously isn't going to be easy for them. So as a, we'll just do this again. As a Flyers fan, would you rather have four really intense, hard series and then win the cup, or would you have four really easy? series and an easy time winning the cup well intense series mm-hmm. definitely more stressful though yeah but it, but it, ma- it makes for a perfect viewing experience i think it it's a easy blowout series i don't know if i even want to watch those when you go through the trenches it makes the win a little bit more valuable yeah too, yeah so. like from a player's perspective i don't think they enjoy you know, blowing out the team. They you play hockey because you like that intensity. You like the battles. So. Absolutely, yeah. And you even hear them, and whether it's hockey talk or not, they say they want to play the best. That's yeah. why we do this. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to play a team that has their three star players hurt. You want you want them to bring it, and you want to beat them and say that I we are the best team. Exactly. And we kind of had the conversation with the Olympics because there wasn't no NHL players mm-hmm. in the previous Olympics, and uh, like Germany made it really really far, and Russia obviously went the whole way and got it done and then there was some judgment on them well you didn't play the real Canada you didn't play the real Finland you didn't play the real USA so I can understand wanting to play the best and going through the battle of a lifetime to win makes it makes the win more oh, yeah, valuable absolutely so, yeah 
Yeah, I think there's an emotional disconnect when you know that this ain't the best possible opponent and you won't play your best then. Mm. So I think the players themselves want to play their best game. Do you think that Columbus would have had a better chance against Boston if they didn't sweep Tampa? If they actually made it like a long series and Yes. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Probably, I think yeah. so too. Because they would have grown more as a team. They would have had more time to play and, you know, worked on their system game and all that stuff. So I think that round two series between Boston and uh, Columbus would have been completely different if Columbus w- mm-hmm. would have taken them seven yeah. games or whatever. So, yeah. What's you got uh, down if, there? Oh, this is stuff we'll talk about after. This okay. is non-related if to the, the game. If that the professional though, one had mm-hmm. gone longer, I don't know if Tampa would have lost. I think – I don't know if they would have beaten Columbus if it had gone longer. Because the game seven would have been in Tampa. And at that point, you would hope Tampa would have started kind of getting their stuff together and – started kind of clicking a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I hmm. I mean, I'm not trying to take anything away from Columbus, and I'm not a Tampa fan, even though I'm wearing the jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> who is your favorite team? I forget. The Rangers. Rangers. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. But hmm. I, I'm honestly, I like pretty much all 31 teams, soon to be 32. Like, there's not really anyone that I hate. Well, you must be pretty excited for the draft coming up then. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm excited to see... Uh, Capo Caco. Yeah. Or sorry, Mika, how do we say it? Capo Caco. <laughs> there we go. That's the first professional Finnish pronunciation <laughs> yeah. on this channel ever. Well, you've done a few uh, with co- your good help. ones. With yeah. your help, yeah. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Okay. Rask. We'll just make this uh, <laughs> po- uh, podcast, Mika just saying every Finnish player ever. Yeah, if you could just, if I could get sound bites of all the Finnish players <laughs> to dub over myself. Yeah, I do have a list. <laughs> I can start start the list. How do you say Saku Koivu? Saku Koivu. What about Jussi Jokinen? Jussi Jokinen. Oh, I like it. This is some pretty good ASMR <laughs> stuff here. Jussi Jokinen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someone made a video of that. It would be... There's a lot of na- there's a lot of hockey names that are hard to pronounce. I can't yeah. pronounce half of them. There's more all the time. If someone did a YouTube channel that was just pronouncing names properly you'd subscribe to them heck yeah, yeah. absolutely because <laughs> think of both the elias patterson peterson conversation at the beginning of this year yeah and that there was... are there are broadcasters who should subscribe to those people absolutely <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah who who were we talking about last night who was saying a name wrong oh perron david perron yeah or something like that and then a little over the top pronunciation yeah there's someone else who and then the don cherry peter angelo he says that every now and then when he gets heated yeah and lalongo yeah lalongo <laughs> so uh, lalongo biesca yeah <laughs> or fosca oh yeah that's, that's mine. <laughs> sorry um yeah well but you know back to back to whether the games are like exciting or not and this is a little bit different but in Canada, because the not to get off topic, the Raptors are doing really well, so a lot of people are watching that. But the Raptors' ratings are killing the Stanley Cup final ratings in Canada. Oh, absolutely, it's not even close. But if it was the Maple, if the Maple Leafs and the Raptors were both in the finals, yeah, the Raptors would be down here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I don't want to say that the Raptors are getting a lot of attention mm-hmm. because the team is there for the first time. It's because they're Canadian. People who don't even like basketball are watching uh, basketball in Canada just because it's a Canadian team. The finals or the final 
you have to say the final for the Stanley Cup. It's the finals for the NBA. That's that's a big deal apparently. But they're not even in the top thirty ratings in Canada right now. Really? Like MasterChef shows like that. Seriously. Above it, yeah. Not even in the top thirty. Wow. So in general, Canadians don't really care about this final. Do you think that has something to do with uh, a lot of Canadians hating Boston? I would say generally most people don't want Boston to win in just in like North America just because it's recent. Mm-hmm. They've got players like Marshan who most people don't like. Mm-hmm. St. Louis is by far the better story. Like I will say that as a Bruins fan. Like If I wasn't a Bruins fan, I would absolutely be going for St. Louis. And you're kind of even selfishly am a little bit because yeah, they win Jake Number Allen one, there's brings... 18 Canadians on the team, which is huge. And Jake Allen is from Fredericton, and the, and the Cup would come to Fredericton. Exactly. One, which would be awesome, and we would go to that. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So. I don't know. I it, I think it's important that the fans of the teams stay happy, but I also think it's important that there's always new fans being brought in. And I don't I don't think what I don't think like games like last night really do anything to attract the new fan necessarily. Maybe when it's close, but once it turns into a blowout, this is over. Channels flick. Yep. We're watching something else. Absolutely. And <sighs> I think just to back basketball a second, what they're doing right now is creating basketball fans that I think will follow the sport. Oh, absolutely. Like. Probably like this. The, this, creating... is, this is probably their biggest moment they've had. Like Vince Carter was big. This might be. People say this is probably going to be more, and then we'll see what the team looks like after this year and a couple years down the road. Maybe it'll, it'll die down. Obviously, but you every, know the, the train is getting this full. People are jumping on the train for sure. Every game since Game Six of the last series is the biggest game in that franchise's history. Yeah. So the game tonight is the biggest game, and and viewers want to be a part of that. Like not this is obviously a hockey thing, but. Yeah. It's it, just people it, want, like, this is new. This is Canada's team. They have one team. Yeah. They want to jump on. It's fun. It's the cool, hip thing to do. And it's applicable to hockey because, I mean, when Vancouver went to the finals against Boston, there were a lot of Canadian fans, uh, like, not Canadians fans, but Canadian mm-hmm. people uh, cheering for Vancouver just because they were a Canadian team. And yep. it created new fans across Canada. Um, I think it would be like that for almost any team in Canada. I think if Calgary was there, I think Calgary would be the team. Yep, I think if Edmonton was there, Montreal, I don't know about Ontario. I don't know if Ontario people would vote or cheer for Montreal. Being Toronto fans, maybe they would. In 2014, when Montreal went oh, to the conference finals, there was it's pretty widespread. It's pretty high, yeah. So in Canada, so yeah. I, I mean, Montreal's pretty hated, but I think that was a good series against the Rangers. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> good times. That was yeah. a good year. Poor. Tokarski was put in net after Carey Price was injured, and then I want to bring up Chris Kreider. Hey, mm. I was actually cheering for the Rangers in that, yeah. in that finals, so I was I was with you there. But yeah, one thing I will say about St. Louis though is they've come back when they look like they were out, basically mm-hmm. since January. Yep. So I don't think this is over yet. I hope it's not over yet. I hope they I hope it goes to six, seven games, whatever. I hope they put up a fight, and I think they will. I don't think I, – if I was going to make a prediction, which I shouldn't do, I would have to say that St. Louis needs to get their crap together, and they need to come out hard, and they need to win and tie it up. If St. Louis can come back against Dallas when Dallas had two chances to eliminate them, I think mm-hmm. St. Louis can come back in the series. Dallas also had a couple rough games against them, mm. shots-wise. Also, St. Louis is a very good road team, mm-hmm. and they do not have home ice in this series, so – I'm thinking that uh, we might be up, or that series is going to be 2-2 by uh, game four. I definitely hope so. You're cheering for St. Louis. Yeah. 
You're cheering for Boston, obviously, unfortunately. I'm cheering for St. Louis. You're St. cheering Louis. for St. Louis. We've got two other guys over there off camera. Uh, both Boston. Not cool. Uh, you will that's, see. That's why they're not in this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You'll see who, the, who those two people are. Um, next podcast, we'll have those on. So. And I don't think the Boston power play is going to click at 100%. Probably went four for four even. last night or something. Four like for that. four four with shots. two minutes and six seconds. Yeah. So they were averaging 31 seconds, basically, a power play and then scoring. They basically did what San Jose did in the four <laughs> five-minute power play that they had <laughs> yeah. in the Vegas game. <laughs> so basically the special teams killed killed them last night. Mm. So what's your opinion on Bennington? Oh, he's definitely going to start the next game. Do you want him to as a uh, Bruins fan? I, yeah, I don't, I don't think he should be pulled. I think this is his real first hiccup. I think this is the first time he's been pulled, and if I it read is, that yeah. correctly. So, I mean, if you're a St. Louis fan, you can't ask for more than that. That's amazing. You have to play him in game four, I think. Oh, there's, I think I, I can't see a situation where Allen would start a game. Even if even if he comes out and plays poorly again next game, he gets, gets pulled, pulled again. And then they come back and win. Maybe if they lose and they're down to their elimination game, maybe. They have to win the game with Allen for I, Allen to start the next game. Yeah. I, I think I think Bennington would be, have to be showing a lot of frustration. Yeah. With the second pull, in order for them to not like, he, like he's your guy. Like the only reason you're here is because of him. If mm-hmm. you've seen any interviews with him, he's not gonna. No, he's not gonna break. No, that dude's calm. Did you see the video the, of him on the bench when they scored that? The only time he's goal? been angry was when that goal was allowed, and he went skated right down yeah. to the to the refs and slammed his stick. That's that's literally the only time I've seen him get upset. Mm. Dude's dude's chill. So Mika, land from all the amazing goalies. What's your opinion on uh, on Bennington? Do you think he should start game four? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So I think we're probably all in agreement yeah. that oh, we yeah. would be shocked if Jake Allen started oh, game four. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit worried if they don't start him, what that will do to his confidence. Yeah, and that's another thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's young. He is young. Yeah. Yeah, and this is his, obviously his f- first Yeah, finals. first real, first real <laughs> like, battle or hurdle that he has to overcome yeah. in the NHL. It's... I mean, that'd be pretty stressful, but he, like you said, dude's calm. Oh, yeah. Like, nothing seems to bother him other than that goal. That, mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, after that goal went in and he had his little moment there, he calmed down right after that. Like, he just seems unshakable, mm. which is impressive. It is impressive. I wouldn't be able to do that. Absolutely not. No, I'd be losing my marbles, but that's so, why I never wanted to be a goalie. It is, it is, it is possible that by the time the next podcast comes out, we're done, right? It's over. Uh, Could be. So if, we'll have there'll be a game tomorrow, and then a two-day break, and then a game, two days, and a game. So yeah, by that Sunday, it could be over. It could. might not be if it goes long. We could know the Stanley Cup champion. That's right. So let's let's project a little bit here, just just because I won't right. be on it next time. So say say Boston does finish this series out and they win. What what does St. Louis look like next year? Hmm. Like, like, is the January to the end of the season, is that basically this season's magic, or are they a legit team that deserves to be up near the top of that conference? Mm, I think they have the potential to be at, to- at the top of the conference, but I don't think they play like they did in 2019 just because like, Bennington went on a run. Mm-hmm. And generally... So do you think get- Bennington is overachieving right now? Yes. Kind of Andrew Hammond-like for Ottawa. Exactly. That's ago. exactly what I was thinking. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly, I hope that doesn't happen. No. And I don't think it will, but you it's can't. in the back of your head. Exactly. It's always there. So 
Because I, I picked St. Louis to miss the playoffs, and for the first few months of the season, yeah. I looked like a genius. Yeah. <laughs> last place. Yeah. I don't even remember where I predicted them to be, but it's it's a team that's been through a lot in the past 15 years. They've always had been really good seasonally. Yeah. They just can't seem to get to that big dance in the fun, uh, in the playoffs. So The good old second-round exit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. What about Boston? Because the team's not going to change much. No, I, th- I mean, Char's coming back. He's got another year. He's going to be a little bit slower. But <laughs> I mean, rare. I mean, I think the kids like. If you would have watched the games with me earlier this year, I was just like half our team is kids. Like it's just it's just names that are like new or names that are just like nobodies. They're just third or fourth lines. Those those kids that I'm calling are are sometimes carrying the team. Like the third and fourth line for Boston has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So I actually think Boston looks great going forward. So do I mean, I, I mean, Marshan, Bergeon, they're getting older, so they, you know, they may start. Like I think Marshan's had a, a bad couple series. He's he's had really good points in, in some games, but he's also mm-hmm. been giving the puck away a lot, and he's he's being frustrated. Like you're seeing him go back to the benches and and slam his stick on the on the bench or the the boards. So if hypothetically Claude Julien did not get fired and he's still the coach of the Boston Bruins. Now, are they as good? No. I know. I agree. Julian didn't like playing the kids. You had you had to earn his respect in order to get the time. Like he mm-hmm. like even even when I think it might have been the final, I can't remember now, in 2011, when is that was a Krug game or is that after? Maybe it been mm-hmm. 2013. Basically Krug came into the playoffs and was like a, a machine, like scoring goals mm-hmm. and before he wasn't getting much ice time. Yeah, it's Hamilton and, was I, I can't remember. Era too, I so. just remember Julian just didn't like playing the younger players as much. He, mm-hmm. he relied on the veterans, and I, and I think Cassidy's done a really good job with the younger players. Absolutely. That's so. the best thing that happened to that team in 10 years. I actually think Cassidy's a little bit underrated because no one really talks about him, but I think he's done a really good job. Mm-hmm. I never heard of him really until he He adapts. Like, like in Toronto, Mike Babcock, he plays his lines to a T. It doesn't matter how the game is going and whether that's that's a good thing or a bad thing. He doesn't adapt to the situations I don't find. I find Cassidy does. Like, if, if the top line's not going, Pasternak drops a line, just like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you need that. I think you need to see what your players are doing and, and move players and not wait just because, you know, well, these are our guys. They've done it for us all year. Uh, I'm going to give them the benefit of doubt or I owe him something. I think, and I think the Bruins team understands that because, you know, they have the mantra, you know, like no player above the team. They understand, you know, if I'm not going – Let's change things up, and other people will go, and then hopefully I'm going better the next game. So, mm-hmm. and then there's opposite coaches that change things up a little bit too much. Oh yeah, and sometimes things will be going well, and they yeah, that's right. So, and sometimes it, and sometimes coaches don't give their players the best chance to succeed either. Like you'll have some teams where they're like, why don't they put these players together and let them go? Mm-hmm. And it never happens until it's like a dire moment. And like sometimes they'll split up. Uh, like we'll choose Dallas for example. They'll split up Sega and, and Jamie Ben. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? Like they play so good together. Like well, they should always be together. Uh, like Tampa has some. Like their power play. When you you can throw out five amazing guys, and sometimes during the season they kind of switch it up a little bit. And I guess maybe you can do that when you win eighty of eighty-two games. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's there's definitely times when you see some players not playing together and you're like well why so yeah toronto does that a little bit i see a lot of toronto fans especially on twitter 
um, complaining about line adjustments and uh, oh, a lot of them are asking why, why is Neil Leonard playing? Yeah, with this? why so, aren't Marner and Matthews together? And they're not wrong. I mean, seeing as a player too, like you kind of, I I always hated like getting switched up out of a line, like whether you're playing with someone and you start building that chemistry and oh, then all absolutely. of a sudden you get yanked away and you just get put down and you're like, okay, now I got to kind of start all over again. Yep. Yeah, it's, it takes time to create chemistry yeah. sometimes. So, I mean, some some guys just click. They get oh, put absolutely. together and they just click. Sometimes it takes a little little while to get used to. So. Anything else to say about uh, Boston or St. Louis? Uh, I don't think so. I, I actually thought we got more to that than we were going to. <laughs> I mean, just it sucks when there's one game because there's literally yeah. not much to talk about and there's not much news going on. So, uh, I guess we kind of talked about this in the game last night, but the suspension of Sunquist. Uh, we can talk about our opinions on that. So we got one game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Miko, what's your thoughts on that suspension? I have no idea about the whole situation. I was, I think I was traveling here oh, okay. at the time. You've been on a plane for about seven days. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I have no idea about, I didn't see the last game, or the second, uh, second game of the final. What's, uh, what's your thoughts? I don't remember what you said last night. So. <sighs> I'm torn on it, actually, because... When I was watching the game, I actually when I seen it in real time, I wasn't even sure if it was a penalty because, like like we were talking about, he he's skating one way and then at the last second he he kind of changes his direction mm-hmm. and his head drops, and yeah, there's time for the player. Who was the player again? I don't remember. Yeah, Gri- Grizzlick. Sorry. Mm. So Grizzlick's going in, and he. I think the reason why the suspension happened is because he got hurt. We do see that. We do see that in certain because situations. It, like if you if you looked online, there was a group saying that shouldn't have been a penalty, that should have been a two minute, that should have been a major, and yeah, there's a suspension. There's there's basically this little kind of bar of where you think it's going to be, and I don't know. Like the hit was bad. Like he definitely crunched his head pretty good, but his head was down and he switched and he switched his direction at the last moment. So what it comes down to is looking what the, what they do is they look at the last couple frames or whatever, and then the time, and they say, did you have enough time to let up? on that play yeah. and that's basically where it comes down to and I don't know like I was very surprised when the suspension came out so you didn't think it was I, I didn't think he was going to get one I didn't think he was going to get one just be, either, like but maybe if it was a regular season game I could see it but you know like they say it's one in, game in the finals in, in the finals it's like you know one one suspension is three or four regular ones and that's not I don't think that's a three game suspension hit I agree I don't even know like We've seen hits like that in the regular season with, and not get suspensions. So a yeah. uh, little shock there. What Did you think it should be one? Uh, no, but I understand why it was. I mean, anytime the head comes into you know, contact, you got you to gotta call it. But mm-hmm. And like you said, injury. Yes. So, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't have anything. It's, only, it's one game. It's one game. They, it's over. And, I mean, Boston did lose – a defenseman that has been playing well for them. So, I mean, you can say it hurt St. Louis more. You could say it hurt Boston more. I actually don't know who, who it would hurt more. I think the more favorable favorable argument is that you could say it hurt St. Louis because they lost 7-2 or whatever it was. No, that's would, he, would he yeah. have helped them even? I mean, Boston Honestly, seemed I, to be clicking so good. It, I don't know if it would have even mattered. I Well, Sanford came in. I thought he played really well last yeah. night. Mm-hmm. So I would I'd say that, yeah, no. If there's one game to miss, that was the one. I that guess. was the one. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah. So, and St. Louis, St. Louis started well again. It's just they they disappeared after the start. 
Yeah, because it took forever to get for Boston to get a shot. Yeah, that's right. And then things kind of switched. And the next thing you know, Boston had more shots, and St. Louis's shots just nothing. And then towards the end of the game, there was a little bit. But I mean, I mean, when you're oh. in the final, that's that's not enough. Nope. I don't have anything to add on this game, other than what we've already discussed. All right, that's. I think that's fine. I think. I mean, there's one game on. I think most people watching this probably seen that game. They know. So I mean, that's that's our thoughts on it. What's uh? What else is down there? I uh, just got a couple of news things. Well, one news thing. Okay, so, so have you been following the women's hockey league drama? Because I know on our Discord there was talk about it. Because I have not, to be honest. Okay, so which is um, the wrong answer. So but. today's June second. So on May thirtieth, so like three days ago, uh, when the Canadian Women's Hockey League um, dissolved or or folded, there was one league left in the states, the National Women's Hockey League. Yep. And they planned to expand to Canada to I think it was uh, Toronto and Montreal yeah. mm. just to pick up those teams. So they have canceled that expansion now. They say they are not going really? to come. Yep. And um, the quote they gave was, um, "They are ecstatic to have a conversation about a partnership with someone with their league, or to quote pass the torch." Pass? The, what's that mean? As in, our league is done. Someone else run with it, because the the National Hockey League has said. They will get involved, but not while those two leagues are there. Hmm. So I'm wondering if this is the start of the National Women's Hockey League is dissolving, and then the NHL will run their own women's league like the NBA does. The transition that we're all waiting for. Which is what Gary Bettman wants in a way, because there's, I guess there's outstanding litigations against that league. Like Mm -hmm. uh, There's people that invested into the league that haven't got the return yet. So I think they're able to like sue for, for money back or whatever. So it, the, basically the league has to dissolve and a new one has to be created in order for the NHL to want to touch it. That's and, kind of intense. Yeah. And I think, I think it's actually important to have a women's league, whether people Absolutely. go to it or oh, not. I, I, yeah. hundred percent. Because I, I think I was reading somewhere like 46% of hockey fans are women now. Like it's, it's close to 50, 50. That's pretty significant. Yeah. And I think, and a lot of people have like smarter than us have talked about it. And, and, you know, there's only a few thousand people going to the games and it's most games aren't televised, but I think it's important for young girls and young kids to be able to look to those people as role models. And, you know, if you have those kids growing up as hockey fans, then that's more hockey fans in general. Like when you look at a, at a live event, it's not all men in the stands. It's, it's, it's actually mostly women. There's a lot of women. Yeah. And so I think it's important that, I think they can see it as like an investment opportunity. Like, yeah, they're not, they're going to, they're going to spend more on paying the players and mm-hmm. stuff than they're going to make. But that's a small chump, uh, chunk of change for what you will get down the road. I mm-hmm. think as, as young girls, you know, they grow up and they, they play hockey. They watch the, you know, especially in the Olympics, like the Olympics is the grand game, right? Like yeah. Canada, USA women's is everybody watches oh, yeah. that. That's phenomenal. The yeah. problem is the non international games aren't getting what they need and and you know there's 200 women right now that are protesting and not playing because they want mm. better pay better treatment and all that stuff which they deserve and it's just not sustainable in the league right now so they what they want is the nhl to get involved and to invest so they can have you know a decent salary like they're not going to be paid like professional like high professional players but they are mm. going to make enough to get by like right now, most of these women, they play on these teams and they have jobs they go to. So what if the NHL helped create this league? Do you think there should only be a, 
like we'll say five to ten teams, or do you think every single NHL city should have its own <clears throat> women's what, team? Um, what what they were talking about when I was paying attention was I think they were looking between they would guess between six and eight. It would either be six or eight, mm-hmm. and there's been discussion on whether each or those teams should be affiliates of their NHL team, so they play basically in the same arenas and they have like the shared marketing and stuff like that. Or like I think that's how it should be. It'd be smart. I would think so too. But then you have the AHL teams that aren't in the same cities as the NHL mm-hmm. teams, and mm-hmm. there's obviously affiliation there and stuff. And but they're kind of their own entity in a way, so be interesting to see what direction they they take me so obviously hockey is pretty big in finland yeah uh, for women as well so how does is there a women's league in finland and how yeah there is okay so not to interrupt you but that was another thing that was just <laughs> i have this is actually written down like finland was in the gold medal game for women's right yep and they had a controversial goal called back yeah where they could have won the gold medal for the first time i believe correct yes so that's just another thing on the list of these are the things like women's hockey. They had their great moments. They had, um, I forget her name offhand. There was the, that, who was the, uh, the lady that was in the skills competition? Oh, Kendall. Kendall. Yeah. Yeah. Kendall Coyle. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway. Showfield. Like that. Something. Yeah. That was a, that was a good moment. There was a lot of people talking about that saying how great that was. That was huge for hockey. So, I think. so you had, um, you had a lot of women's like in 2018, you had a lot of women's things that were building up to be good things. And then the last couple of months has just been bam, 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 bam. Like mm-hmm. Canadians League gone, protesting, another league thinking about switching. It's. Do you know Adidas made her, sh- like her own custom shoes after that event? That's with awesome. Her time and everything. That's on awesome. Them. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're they're actually kind of nice. Hmm. Interesting. Do you have those? I wish. <laughs> I wish. But no, like, 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 like that's when I was in him. Like Finland hockey is huge in Finland. Yep. So like, is there a, is there a women's league in Finland? Yeah, there is. Is um, it? I I'm not privy to all the stats of the women's league. Actually, I I'm ashamed to admit this, but I don't follow Finnish leagues. You don't, don't follow the league like you don't follow the league at all. A little, yeah. I go to some games and follow some stats, but me the, and you follow them probably more than he does. Yeah, <laughs> NHL is my passion and it's your bread and butter yeah mm-hmm. i just feel like watching nhl games during the night and it's so time consuming and mm-hmm. i have yeah, to work so and have like some social life too you're <laughs> six hours ahead of me i think uh seven oh so six yeah and then seven ahead of eastern yep so you're watching games literally the in night. the middle of the night yeah Usually 3 a.m. or something. So how do, how do you deal with that? Like, do you record them and then watch them in the morning? or do you I watch st- them live. You literally stay up and watch uh, them? Yeah, sometimes I stay up or sometimes yeah. I go to bed like 10 and wake up at 3 or something. Holy. Would you, do, is, would you do that? Are you a hockey fan? <laughs> <laughs> I would probably not get up at 3 o'clock in the morning to I watch hockey. Either. I wouldn't either. I did for some of like the world championships and the Spangler Cup. I wake up really early that i i think that's an exception because it's only on once a year once a year yeah. but i would probably record the games for <laughs> yeah hypothetically and then watch them in the morning so I don't, I don't like watching recorded games really yeah actually it's just, do I, so something that ruins honest. it yeah. for me because you have I the ability you have the ability to know what happens and you're just full of temptation so uh, last night we started the game late we had recorded it and there's a big story behind why we started it late basically 
everyone arrived kind of late. Uh, not everyone, but some people. <laughs> and uh, not my fault. <laughs> we uh, we were we, we I don't know, in real time. The first period was probably over. Yeah, we started the game, watched it and stuff. So we were kind of like I skipped through the commercials a little bit and stuff. You would have preferred to watch that completely live. Like, were you? Did you guys have temptation to check your phone and? Yes, and I did. I wanted did to. I wanted to look at my phone, at, like because it just always pops up, whether it's accident or mm-hmm. not. Like someone's gonna say something. So you always watch games live. Usually. Yeah, yeah. If I can, like yesterday, what, what was the exception? Because you know I wanted to watch, but you know mm-hmm. we couldn't. And that's like it's interesting because I never watch games yeah. live. Like I always want that. We call them skippies. I always want to skip commercials, <laughs> and uh, I'm fairly decent about staying off social media. So. We've almost got it down to a science a little bit. Yeah. Um, but see, and I don't, I don't mind the intermissions or commercials. I'll just go get a drink or something, or you know, do some laundry during the intermission or or whatever it is. So productive. Oh, very. I'm a very <laughs> productive person. <laughs> what about Jason? Live? Oh no, live, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I think sports, for the most part, are the only thing left that's almost PVR proof. You'll get. You'll get people that mm-hmm. I think you are kind of the way where you'll delay your start. You won't wait till the game's over. To no, watch, no, no, right? no, no. So no. You, by the end of the game, you're caught up. You just want to be able to skip exactly. Skip. Yeah, I'll and, start the game probably 15 minutes late, so I can skip through any whistles or commercials, and then uh, once that period is over, I'll skip to get live, and then pause, wait 15 minutes, go do whatever. <laughs> what? And then come back and then do skip these seconds. See, and I'll never like skip like the whistles and all that. Like I like that. I know you and your dad are, are big fan, not big fans of the whole uh, broadcast perspective and everything. Yeah. But I like kind of seeing the, the atmosphere in the arenas and everything. Like when they'll pan on the crowds and everything. Oh, I'm glad that people actually have the opposite opinion of us. Yeah. Because, like, they make we feel kind of crazy sometimes complaining about all this little. <laughs> Silly you guys stuff. aren't wrong though. Like, there's there's definitely times where it gets. There's a few t- like last noticeable. time. Last night there was a scrum in front of the net, uh, or by the boards, and they showed Marchand skating away close up to the bench, and there was stuff going yeah. on over by the glass that I wanted to see. There's definitely overproducing going on. Yeah, sometimes absolutely. See, and one thing I in the Spangler Cup, I remember you uh, talking about that, and their production is so different. Oh yeah, how they show the game. Even it's really really cool, but I don't know if I'd want it full time. I agree with that as well. Even NBC in the, in, yeah. the, in the states, their production like they don't they usually generally stick with that one normal ice cam, the broadcast camera. Where CBC yeah. is like, oh look at this camera, look at this camera angle. Yeah. Oh look this one up here, we've got one in a jockstrap down here. Look at this. So the one I actually really like is one TSN used to use. It was behind the net for like when their teams were on power plays. Look up up top, looking yeah. down. I thought that one was cool. I like that uh, Brent doesn't. He hates that camera. Yeah, but I I like it. Yeah, I think it's kind of. You can see the angles better. Like yeah. you can see. Yeah. It looks like you're almost what you would be looking at if you were playing like NHL 19 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, I guess I can tell a story about why. Yep. Why you relate, or why some people relate? I can't. I can't reveal some of the names yet, but. Uh, Basically, Mika, you came from from Finland. You left. That's correct. Six a.m. or something. Your time. Um, five thirty. And then you flew to Iceland. Yep. And then there was a delay of like two, three hours, uh, almost three hours. Yeah. Almost three hours, and you needed to get into Boston at a certain time uh, because you needed to get to the train station 
yeah, take a train. Yeah, get your Amtrak. Yeah, to, to Maine. The last Amtrak the last of the day. One. It was 10.30. How close were you to missing it? Uh, 20 minutes. <laughs> 15 minutes. You made it. Yeah, I yeah. made it. And then there was someone else coming, and then they got actually stuck in Philadelphia overnight. So you guys, I think you guys were supposed to arrive around 2 or 3 or 4 yesterday afternoon, and you guys got here. It's like yeah. Nine. Well, they were supposed to beat me. 9.30. Yeah, you were supposed to be the last one yeah. here, and you were the first one here. Well, I think it was 3 or something. Yeah. What, uh, what was the experience like coming from the States, a country that's foreign to you, into another country that's foreign to you, Canada? I didn't see any difference. It's, a, it's pretty similar, it's a, right? It's a foreign country, same climate. Yeah. Uh, customs was easy. To be fair. Border control. To be fair, I, my question isn't fair because you really haven't seen much of Canada because you guys didn't really stop anywhere. Yeah. You kind of came straight here and we have one, not cir- left the cir- One circle, K, stop. And <laughs> yeah, for some overpriced. Overpriced stuff. Yeah. What'd you buy? Pack of chips and, and a sandwich. How much was it? Almost... Fourteen dollars. <laughs> Holy, <laughs> brutal. Yeah, yeah, that's brutal. Welcome to Canada. We were talking earlier about the difference in milk prices and cheese and and all that stuff. So, well, do you guys have the? Because we had, uh, in Alberta we have the PST, but we don't have GST. Or no, I think it's the other way around. Sorry. Yeah, we have HST, so they're yeah. both. Yeah, yeah. So I went and I was in the airport and I bought a chocolate bar and it said two dollars and that was almost like three dollars with tax. I'm like, oh, geez, in Alberta that's a lot cheaper. What's the tax rate in Alberta? Like eight percent or something? Something like that. But there's only the one, so mm, it's fifteen percent here. Yeah. So Jeez. get ready. Hope well, you hope you brought some money. That's a good thing I saved a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, gonna be broke after this. <laughs> oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> we uh we have lots of plans this week, so we'll. S- I recommend following Mika on YouTube. Do not do that. <laughs> You will regret it. <laughs> At least he's honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Kale, you came from Calgary. Uh, you have your own channel, Vesper Hockey yeah. Inc. Uh, I've been excited to talk to you about your channel because I follow you and have since you sent uh, you sent us a package. Yeah. Like uh, one of the first mail times, I think, uh, for Christmas. The Christmas one. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so you've been at this a while. That was two years ago. Yeah. I My girlfriend was at work one day and I had nothing else to do so i was like ah you know what i'm gonna start a youtube channel yeah and you know it's it's not very you know i don't want to i don't think it's very good personally but it's good it's, it's getting there you don't like your own work yeah i could i could do better i don't upload as much as i would like mm-hmm. so how, if you could pick choose like how often would you upload uh once a day to be honest once a day if i could i would love to do that i would not recommend that no i i know you i couldn't get, do it you will get burnt out oh absolutely <laughs> But I, I love hockey that much. I could talk about it, but you know, it's life gets in the way. So yeah, life does get in the way. You're you're definitely right there. Because uh, I have just over 400 subscribers, and I have people going like, "Why aren't you uploading? Why aren't you uploading?" And then I couldn't even imagine what you or uh, you know Shannon goes through yeah. if, if you guys don't upload. Like, I mean, I know he uploads every single minute, pretty much. But like, yeah, he's really good at that. Yeah, like you guys are insane. I couldn't imagine having that many people comment on my stuff going like what's going on or I can't kind of had to stop caring yeah uh, and just kind of upload when I wanted to versus every day or two times a day or whatever it's fairly draining so uh, just go at your own pace yeah but at least having the channel justifies me for having 168 jerseys well that's my next that's what I was the direction I was going in if you think if you guys at home have not seen his channel and if you think I have 
a big jersey collection. My jersey collection is like this compared to this guy's. <laughs> and did you think you moved into a new house or apartment? Yeah. yeah. Um, and pretty so I, much for that reason, because I had too many jerseys. For that, <laughs> for that reason. <laughs> That's so, a great problem to right? have. Yeah, and you were, I would say maybe your last 20 or so videos have been in your new basement. Yeah, they, they've, the quality has gone up. I've put in some, you know, studio lights and I've tried to, you know, emphasize a little bit. Your lighting looks really yeah. good. And you've got that net in the background. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, even when I'm not recording, I'll spend hours down there just shooting tennis balls. Uh, it's Heck so yeah. much fun. And you have your jerseys kind of, your walls aren't finished. No, right? no. Do you plan on finishing them? And No, it's not our house. Like we're just renting. So um, I don't know if she would be thrilled if she, we came home one day mm. and uh, just redid her basement. Mm. So, But there's, I mean, so, obviously I haven't been there, but you kind of showed it around on yeah. camera. It looks pretty big. It is. It's uh, it's a fair size basement. So like, I think I have about 60 jerseys hung up on the wall. So that's that's the dang. walls. It's just pretty much all hockey jerseys. So let me ask you this. What's your impression of this room? Did you think it was, do you think it's bigger or smaller in person versus th- on camera? To be completely honest, it's a little smaller than I thought it was going to be. Absolutely. And but, it, it's actually bigger now than it was yeah. yesterday when you arrived. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We but it's, it's nice. Like but, it's exactly what I almost expected. Really? So maybe a little bit. Hmm. But let me just say, it's weird being here. Very, very weird. Watching to be here. from that end to here for a couple of years, and watching that camera now sitting here, it's weird. <laughs> Is it like, it like unnerving it's, almost? Well, not unnerving, but surreal. Surreal, yeah. Yeah. Weird. I can't really relate. No, I can't either. Well, kind of. Oh, you're you're my friend. I guess. I think. <laughs> Well, no, but I mean, like, even though you're unfortunately, a you can't, fan. unfortunately, you can't be in every video because you're four hours away. Like, I don't think I'd want to be in every video. Why not? Yeah, because it's just I'm weird. In a good way. Well, I don't need any more memes created of me. <laughs> <laughs> you and me oh. both. Um, well, what if I ever move back to? Oh, I would help you out. I'm right. a friend. Yeah, but would you be in every video? I'd have to be. I think. Yeah. Heck yeah, you know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> would you be the podcast host again? No, I'd let you keep doing it, I think. But I don't want to do it. All right, then I'd do it. <laughs> well, that's easy. You're hired. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the fans would be disappointed with the lack of GOAT. The GOAT's kind of a, a, a character now. Yeah. The GOAT is a character, but I think... And and I like how you're, how he embraced that character, too. He really he really has. He brought both of his GOAT shirts over to... Like... With him, oh, to he, wear he around. To me. Like, I still yeah. remember when you told him people call him the GOAT, and he was just like, the GOAT. Like, what's the GOAT? Yeah, what's that? And now he is the GOAT. Yeah. <laughs> and he does that GOAT, bo- GOAT pose. Yeah, he does that even when he's not on camera, yeah. for the record. <laughs> and I, I've already told you this, but, like, I think everyone knows that he's your dad, right? I assume. Yeah, so what? He's your daddy. Someday, like, and I don't want to get morbid here, but someday when your dad's not here... You have awesome stuff to look back with time spent with your dad. Uh, That is phenomenal. That's one of the reasons why I wanted him to be on the channel, as morbid as that sounds. And I don't, maybe he thinks in a way he knows that too. Like, I don't, does he look at it that way? Like, I don't know, but. I don't think so. Like, I I think like, like, you know, when when the day comes that my parents go, which I hope is not soon, like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have a whole lot to look back on. Like, I have memories and stuff, but you have moments and moments and moments and moments mm. and, and in general i'm a really nostalgic person mm-hmm. so it's See, even more special i think that's kind of kind of you know really special because i don't have that i've lost my dad when i was quite a bit younger so i have nothing mm-hmm. so you'll have mm-hmm. so much 
this just got really dark. Didn't yeah. It? Actually, a lot of people have said that to me. Like uh, Chris's girlfriend Amber, mm-hmm. she she lost her father. Uh, I think it was like ten years ago or so. She says to me all the time, like, "You don't know how special." Oh, what, like I, I how long ago did I tell you this? It was a while ago now, wasn't it? The first time I told you, like I told you off camera. Yeah. It, it's it's so apparent to me, like how how awesome in different ways it is. Like, right? mm-hmm. like number one, he plays a character and he plays it very well. Like he he does a great job. People love him. Like who doesn't like the goat? I on, can honestly say that there's never been a negative comment and like towards he, him. He has ever. He has That's, like randomness to him. Like he'll go where you don't think he's gonna go, which is awesome. We'll talk about taconites. He'll <laughs> yeah. say, he'll say, "How you doing?" Like, awesome. Yeah. And then like I don't know. I just and then like I said, like when you look back, it's just gonna be a great memory and a great thing to have. And, and mm-hmm. I, I think that's awesome. I wish we had, like, obviously he works a lot and he's has a couple jobs other than his main job. There's a couple things that I'm sad that we can't continue to do. Like the whole history of series. I wanted to do to every single team. Unfortunately, we don't have enough time to do that. So, um, as much as he is on camera, we are on camera together. There's even more stuff that I want to do with him that unfortunately we don't have time for, but, He's got a life. Um, he's got, I mean, life happens, like you said, like life gets in the way and stuff. So, uh, but I'm very thankful of, of what's going on and him joining me for videos and stuff. And it's been a lot of fun. And I even have videos of my mom too. Most are just <laughs> laughing Blindfold, hysterically. Blindfolds on, trying food. <laughs> yeah. I even have it. Like I have a ton of videos on my phone of my mom just losing her mind over the smallest things. <laughs> so. And that's yeah. the reason why I'm making this trip vlogs. Yeah, because you 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 visited Texas a yeah. couple like uh, eight no, months ago last November. Yeah, yeah, so and you vlogged that experience, and I mean you can go back and watch those videos whenever you want for the yeah, rest of your I've life. Yeah, watched a couple times already. And it feels weird when you're traveling and you're holding the camera. And it, okay. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily feel like a job, but it it gets in the way a little bit. And I've experienced that when traveling and stuff. Yeah. But when you're done and you go back and you look at it, you're like, I'm so happy that I did this. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So it's, it, I, uh, I was a little worried what might ruin the experience of the whole trip and traveling, traveling with the boys. Yeah, but I don't know. It was worth it, and that's the reason why I'm doing it again. Mm-hmm. Because I, you know, everyone can take pictures and look at those, but well, picture can tell you a story. But I think the, if you take a video. Of the, some great moments, mm-hmm. uh, it's much more powerful mm-hmm. for you in the long run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Have you watched your vlogs back from that Texas trip? Recently? Yeah, I've actually a couple times I've watched those. Exactly. Yeah, and, and I, I, sho- I showed them to my parents and my friends, and yeah, I regret showing those to my parents. Do <laughs> 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 you? <laughs> a little, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, uh, definitely. When I miss the boys, mm-hmm. I. I watched those again. And I did the same thing when I went to Vegas. I vlogged, and then I probably watched those two months ago or something like that just because I'm a really nostalgic person, and it was an awesome trip. And, uh, yeah, like we went to we went to Florida in 2015, mm. and I think I thought about vlogging. I didn't. I completely regret it now because Fro was there. It would have been cool to have video of us with, with Fro. Well, when you're in the moment and you're – sitting there holding a camera in front of you and you're talking and people are giving you the weird eyes when they walk by you, you feel kind of dumb about it. Yeah. But in retrospect, those people have forgotten about you 10 seconds later. 
Absolutely. And and it only matters for that. That's right. So millisecond. I think once you're over that, you're you're over that, and mm-hmm. it's fine. Like I, I, you have no problem now talking to your camera in front of you. I, I have a lot of problems with <laughs> it. Do you still do? <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? See, I don't do it enough. See, and I, I, I think I'm a little shy person. Yeah, I. Well, that's who I am. Like, I am the only person at this round table that does not have a YouTube channel. Like, I don't upload stuff. I, I looked at yours because I didn't know who you were. He said you were coming. I was like, okay, who's this guy coming? Like, what's the deal here? So I just <laughs> stalk you. So I looked at your first video and I looked at your last video, and yeah. there was growth, hundred yeah. percent. Like, your set was different. Your speech was different. Look at yours. Like when I did this, when the when I did that video that was like the special one year video. I basically took clip of your first one and then your next set, your next set, your next set. You had hats on the table, you had jerseys on the table. Everything's different. Same with me because there is huge growth between the start of everyone on here's table and their last video, mm-hmm. I think. Like, I think you are way more comfortable talking into the camera than you it's are in your Yeah, Absolutely. That, that, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm sitting here mm. because I've, like, talked to the camera and mm-hmm. get getting used to it. But if I was just... Never talked to a camera. Being in front of the camera, I would have never done this. Mm-hmm. Even though I would love to do this, but I still would be shivering in the corner somewhere there. <laughs> and it's helped us get to know you more. Like yeah, definitely. yesterday technically was the first time that we met. Yeah, in but person. it feels like you've been friends. Absolutely, for... I feel like I've known you for a while because yeah. even before you went to Texas, uh, you started doing some some vlogs in in your hometown. Yeah, Finland, and you're so. always bugging me. When's the next vlog coming? Yeah, When's the next vlog. Exactly. And yeah. I mean, there's growth to your channel. There's growth in your channel. Uh, Friday, you arrived. What'd we do for six hours? Rearrange this set. Yep. This small growth, but I mean, there's always, I think it's always good to change and try and improve. I don't know if it will translate so much on the camera as, well, you'll probably see that there's a bit of an angle. There's more distance between us and the background now. And we're in a corner now. Like yeah. this, like goes like this and like this for those video watchers, audio listeners have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> um, and the sets kind of moved out a bit, like this table's moved out. So there's more room around us. Now, every time you change everything, do people get really mad at you? Like when the set starts changing and absolutely. Yeah. And when you put jerseys in the wrong order, people call that out too, or something, don't they? Uh, or if you're missing a jersey or like, I think some videos, didn't you have, didn't you have shirt. the, didn't you have like the order of the team's points or something like that? And one of them was off and someone called that out or something. There was a video, I think it was just after the first like four nights of the playoffs. It was the first pat- podcast of the playoffs, I think. And I had, I had a bunch of jerseys up there. I think there was eight and I didn't put a Toronto jersey up there. How dare you? And like people lost their minds because I tried to put the winners up, like the winner who was leading each yeah. series I put up. So there was, should be eight jerseys up there and Toronto wasn't up there. Maybe the series was tied or whatever. And I put up a Boston one. And like you're Canadian. Like why do you have a Boston jersey up there instead of a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey? Like that's unacceptable. So unfortunately I do get, get that a lot, a little bit of criticism. But And you still have your channel. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. I know. should be taken away. Yeah. But, uh, I try and mix it up as much as I can. There are certain jerseys that I don't wear often, like the Pittsburgh one, not because I just like Pittsburgh, but it's a little bit big on me, so I tend not to wear that one too much. But. Yeah, I have so many jerseys that I really like, but the fit is just a little bit off, so I don't end up wearing it. Mm. It's weird. Mm. But maybe I'm just weird that way. Do you keep track of what jerseys appear in your videos so that you're always rotating through? or No. Yeah. No. Um, I 
thought about doing that, but I'm like, because uh, I, it sounds really weird, but I only have 168 jerseys. So <laughs> that doesn't weird. Um, I feel like they'll. I always try to have a lot in my videos, so as the backdrop. So I feel like they're gonna end up repeating anyway, because mm-hmm. you can only do so many combinations. Mm-hmm. And I don't have as many like international or European leagues probably as you actually have. Uh, I don't know. I think you maybe international like countries I do, but you have a lot of European jerseys that I'm super jealous of. I haven't bought a single one. They've all been sent in by incredibly nice people like yourself. So you yeah. sent a jersey, you sent a jersey. There's two other people here that aren't on camera sent jerseys. <laughs> I haven't sent anything. No, you haven't. You're a bad person. Oh, no. I haven't done you, anything. You contributed. What? You bought that, that, curtain. <laughs> that, that curtain rod we hung. We're not, we're not going to talk about that curtain rod. <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was a challenge the other night. Um, yeah, so if you guys at home are jersey collectors, and I know that there's people who watch this channel just specifically because they collect jerseys don't really care what I have to say, uh, you should probably go check out his channel because it is the jersey mecca. And uh, you, like you buy jerseys, you already know who you're going to put in the back. Yeah. I'm assuming you use the same company locally. No, um, there's three or four companies that I'll switch or through. So you, like, based on price, you uh, Yeah, so or... the company in Calgary, uh, Pro Hockey Life and Sportcheck, use them. And if you go to Sportcheck, it's $20 cheaper than if you go to Pro Hockey Life. And it, they send it to the same company. Wow. What's it's, the wait time? The quickest one, my San Jose Sharks, Jonas Donskoy. Mika, did I say that right? Jonas Donskoy. Uh, nice. That Sharks jersey took 10 days. That was the quickest I've ever waited. So um, drop off, ship, ship back, yeah. and then to you. But it, the company that they ship to, it's still in Calgary, so it's really quick. Hmm. Uh, typically, it's like three to four weeks. Um, the longest jersey I waited for was an Evgeny Malkin Pittsburgh jersey. I waited three months. Oh, wow. And I wow. sent that to Jersey City, so lids. Yeah. And, yeah, I won't be using them ever again. What's the price like? They were expensive, too, and they have a lot of rules. Like, you have to get current players. You can't get, like, past players with them. Um, and they're about $120. To get a name and a number? Yeah. So I yeah. I won't be using them. That's a, you know, if you play it smart, you can get two jerseys for that price. Absolutely. So. So what about Pro Hockey Life and Lids? Uh, I haven't actually like used Lids itself. Um, cause I don't like buying First jerseys. I don't like buying jerseys like from Lids or NHL.com that have names cause they're usually not done properly. They're just done kind of cheaply. Hmm. So I'll always just send them out myself and get them done. A uh, great company in Winnipeg called Keener Jerseys. They do a fantastic job. They actually do the Nashville Predators on ice jersey, like name and really? numbers. Yeah. I don't know how they got affiliated with them, but it's really cool. So um, if you went to Pro Hockey Life, how much would you pay? Probably 100 bucks. So not terrible. It's kind of on average for, hmm. for getting that done. Uh, they usually will always do a fantastic job. We've had me and my friend, he collects jerseys as well. He has about 80 uh we've had a couple mistakes here and there where they screw something up but they're usually really good about replacing it or fixing it or sometimes just being like okay we can't fix it we screwed up we'll just buy you a whole new jersey what do you want wow um i got a stefan DaCosta jersey for the senators and they screwed it up and then they like okay uh oh sorry no they screwed up my chicago jersey and then because they couldn't replace the Chicago jersey, uh, they bought me the Stefan DaCosta jersey. Was that acceptable? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Chicago one is really unfortunate because it's like their winter classic one from 2009. Uh, it's one. like the black one that has like the cream, the stripe. Almost. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they screwed that one up real good. Um, the name, or the, sorry, they put the A on the front. wasn't supposed to have an A. They put the numbers on the sleeve in the wrong spot. So if they take that off, you could clean it up, but it will always kind of have that the residue of mm-hmm. the stitching and all that. So they just like, okay, well, we screwed up, so we'll just get you whatever you want. Did they give you the Chicago jersey back? Yeah. Yeah. So I got that. That's hanging up. I never wear it anymore. Um, they're mm-hmm. like, what jersey do you want? So I picked the Ottawa uh, Stefan DaCosta jersey. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I had a question, and it escaped me. It was related, though. gone i think i have gone out of the 160 some jerseys i have about 68 of them with name and numbers on them and i have all the blank ones planned out of who i'm going to get on them so you have a laundry list of oh yeah it's it is a long and it's going to be expensive oh absolutely so it's a it's a it's a long journey and and that's probably the point yeah i mean if you had all the jerseys with all the names on it what would you do next I don't even There's know. nothing to look forward yeah, to. Exactly. Like, so it's so, it's so much fun. Yeah. I, I think, love trying to find, you know, the jerseys that are harder to find. Mm. I think there are some jersey heads watching this. So uh, are you collecting mainly replicas or authentics or? Well, I'll never buy a fake. Fake yeah. jerseys are Same. not something that I'll do. Um, I've actually had quite a few people be like, oh, do giveaways. I'm like, I can't really afford that because I'm trying to selfishly buy myself jerseys. But mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we'll just give away fakes. I'm like, I couldn't do that. So, um, but yeah, authentic for like the, the uh, yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, like uh, so your older jerseys are there like real replicas or are there? It'd be like the or... Reebok replicas, yeah. like the ones that you yeah, guys ones? would be wearing right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so they're not like the on ice ones. I don't really care if they're like on ice. Same. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I actually switched from collecting replicas too yeah you guys serious yeah yeah i got got in the game once and yeah authentics and then things really get pricey <laughs> yeah. at that point so uh, well um, i'm not gonna go there <laughs> how many jerseys do you have i'm actually not sure i sold most of my replicas already so i think i have like authentics i have seven or eight and two game ones and few replicas. Yeah, they're mostly there. NHL. Yeah, all all are NHL. Do you have any from the Finnish Liga? No. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's a few that I'm looking at getting from there. I want a Copio jersey. Yeah. And I really want a Saipa jersey as well. They're they're nice. hard to find. So. Well, you can ask if Neil wants to give you the Copio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tommy Jokinen. Sorry, you're not gonna get that. Oh, dang it! It's really nice. I can take it out of the box and you can look at the other side if you want, but you can't take it home. Oh, darn. <laughs> yeah. I just got to make a trip to Finland. Yeah. I'm going. All right. We're all going. Mika, hopefully, hopefully your place is big. It isn't, but I can upgrade. <laughs> How many bedrooms do you have? One. That's good enough. That's all we need. <laughs> We've gotten to know each other pretty good over the last yeah, couple right. yeah. hours. So. Yeah. We have been smelling our farts. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, so, so they got here yesterday on Saturday. Today's Sunday. They're here until I think Friday. I think Kale's here to Saturday. Uh, so, just to give you guys a heads up, we're gonna film a lot of videos. Hopefully, 
uh, but you probably won't see the majority of them right away. I'm kind of trying to spread them out over the next two months or so. So hope you're ready to see these faces over the next two months. Except for me. This will be it. Except for Jason. Yeah. Going back home. Unfortunately, he, he goes back That's a home shame. Monday, which is a shame. I want to see your face more. Thank you. Why don't, would you consider doing post-to-post videos from your location? No, because I like having two people. What if we video chatted? I'd probably do that if we can make it look good. And sound good. Yeah. That's kind of the main, the real the issue. The one thing I like about us is our attention to detail is too much. Oh, yeah. We definitely. pay attention to the things that people don't care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, when you were setting this podcast up. Oh, yeah. We were just wa- watching like, what what are, what are those guys doing? Like, is this necessary? <laughs> I, I think it's important that you always bring something new to it, like, a little tidbit. Like, I, I think a lot of people may not have known about that women's hockey thing, so I just wanted mm-hmm. to write about that. Because that's just, that's happened a couple of days ago, so I think that's relevant. And, uh, you know, I if we if I don't know what to talk about, then I don't want to stand here just looking like an idiot. <laughs> like me. <laughs> no, you look freaking fantastic, my friend. Yeah. What's on your hat? I like the hat, actually. This is a Villa Beno hat. Quick plug. Uh, you guys know Villa Leina, mm-hmm. the former NHL player. He started up a clothing company in Finland, like, I think five years ago. Is it popular? It is. Nice. That's actually really cool. And you can that. order this online at <laughs> billabena.com. They will ship uh, to North America too. How much is he paying you? <laughs> I hope they are paying me something. <laughs> so, Lena or Putkala, if you see this or hear this, hook me up. Because <laughs> I noticed, I think you had a shirt or a sweater on or something. Yeah, with the and my shorts are Pilabena too. Look at you, repping. Yep. It's mm. awesome. I love it. You can get a brand deal. Mm. Well, boys, I don't have anything else to say in this podcast. I think so. Join the Discord if you're not on there. Yep, definitely. The okay, so yeah, Jason is the guru of the Discord. Uh, things will be changing for the better on Discord. He's got something in the works. Uh, obviously, we'll d- explain it's that. Probably still a few months away, but... Oh. Hopefully in time for the upcoming season. Absolutely. We'll be done. But, I'll pull my hair out if I don't get it done. Yeah. So. If you don't know what Discord is, um, Kale didn't know what Discord was uh, last night. We explained it to him a little bit. It's kind of like a chat server. Uh, there's different rooms. We have a bot set up that Jason encoded. We do predictions. And like there's live game chats. So like last night there would have been a ga- uh, channel created f- for St. Louis versus Boston. bunch of fans in there talking hockey. Uh, feel like it's a pretty good place to talk hockey. Uh, and then there's like off-topic rooms and stuff. And we do contests every now and then and uh, the prediction system which i kind of just mentioned about a minute ago which jason implemented the goal is just to always have new people coming in more people there the better more people there i mean and just a good place to talk hockey That's we literally would not be sitting here without discord no yeah like, definitely these, thanks jason like mika we, i wouldn't have saw you wouldn't have probably made those vlogs no nope, because never. i think you probably made them to show the people on discord and I think there may be a Finnish person or two on Discord that are unhappy with the Finnish answers Mika has been giving today. It's <laughs> <laughs> particularly one female who is very into the Finnish leagues. Yes, she who, is. Uh, Mika has not been representing well I'm, today at I'm all. I'm not a good present, re- representation of <laughs> Finnish hockey fan. <laughs> That's okay. I, I think. But when they play nationally, like, I don't know, maybe recently, how'd you feel about that? <laughs> We won. <laughs> <laughs> I was so impressed with that team. Yeah, I me too. Holy. All Europeans, like uh, from European leagues. Yeah, unbelievable. Like zero goals from last season from NHL mm. against NHL 
like airlisters. I heard that the country was on fire in the sense that everybody was partying in the streets. Yeah, and people I'm... were naked. <laughs> were you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm not uh, admitting anything. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But were you out in the street and having a good time and stuff? And yeah, well, actually, I had to work in like three hours after the game uh, ended, so I went to bed. But my friends were once. hitting the town square. Mm. Did you cry? A little. <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah. It's a big it deal. It's yeah. huge. You it's, a, it's the third, third time we won that. So. Yeah. Well, I almost cried when France got out from Britain. I <laughs> that man, was, I was sick to my game. stomach. That was... I probably had the opposite opinion because I was cheering for yeah for uh, Great Britain. But, yeah, that was that was an impressive comeback. That was. It, yeah. It's good for hockey. Not it, good is, for it, is, it is good for hockey. Yeah. So why do you like France so much? My dad, he's from France. Uh, really? Yeah, he has French. So I could actually probably get a French passport and maybe play for the team. Maybe we wouldn't have been relegated. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> what are you but, sitting here? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Go out there and get the passport. Yeah, I, I should actually. But uh, yeah, so I, I always like cheering for the underdog. So cheering for Canada, thats it's not fun. Like, it's really... You're not wrong. They win, they show up. You know, it, it's... It is what it is. It's fun watching them in the Olympics, like watching the 2010, you know, against the U.S. That was such a fun game. Yeah, that was but awesome. But overall, I like kind of cheering for the underdog. Yeah. And France is definitely that. France is definitely an underdog. But they have a yeah. lot of good players in the NHL, and they have a lot of good players not in the NHL. So. Who's the best France player ever? Ever? Huey. I was going to say the same thing, Christophe yeah. Huey. Yep. Yeah. He's he's definitely. a god over there. Absolutely. For French hockey fans. Yeah. Uh Pierre-Edward Belmar, Belmar is my yeah. favorite, yeah. and I'm really excited about Texier, who played for Mika's hometown team. Galapa mm. Kuopio. Yeah. Oh, can you say something else? In... Totta kai minä voin teille puhua vähän suomea, jos te haluatte. <laughs> How many swear words? Off right there. Yeah. <laughs> this is generally a family-friendly channel, but <laughs> maybe not anymore. Äiti, laita rahaa. He just made fun of all uh, of us. Uh, Nora, could you translate that for me on Discord, please? <laughs> Oh, by the way, I want to apologize everyone on Discord, especially the other mods. I've been traveling for 36 hours straight, so I, I've been MIA on, on the Discord. So yeah. if there was a tire fire there, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I've been pretty MIA as well. Uh, so thanks, guys, for, for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thanks, thanks for Mika, for us. coming literally all the way from a different continent You're to welcome. visit. Uh, My pleasure. Joining me here for the podcast, Jason, you came all the way from Fredericton, four hours away. Yeah. yeah. The other big deal. Oh, it was a lot of work, but I'm glad I made it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll have to do some more podcasts. I think I'm probably going to go to Fredericton a couple times this summer, so Just we'll have some chats. Don't break your ankle this time. Yeah, I'll try not to. I can drive now, so we're safe. Uh, Kale, thanks for coming all the way from Calgary. Absolutely. You made a flight yesterday, so uh, yeah, I really, really appreciate all you guys sitting here and chatting hockey with me and whatever, so... Thanks again. I appreciate it. And uh, that pretty much wraps up this podcast. We'll uh, come back at you next weekend with two new faces. Uh, and then minus Jason's face, unfortunately. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys. Hope you're having a good day. Enjoy the finals uh, or the remaining games in the finals. Maybe it'll be over by the next podcast. And we will see you in the next one. Adios. <laughs>